Yesterday, we commented that the economy and markets were in transition and that you could tell that by the many contradictions in economic and market commentary. We also reported that stocks sold off during the day, partially as a result of some bad news from the ADP jobs report, which missed expectations by a wide margin. Today, we got another jobs report, the weekly initial claims for unemployment, and you guessed it, this one reported good news. Go figure. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Friday, December 8th, 2023. My name is William Walsh. Stocks had a good day on Thursday, although we think it had less to do with the labor market than with Google's announcement on its artificial intelligence product. The Dow Jones Industrials gained 63 points, that's two-tenths of a percent, and closed at 36,117. The S&P 500 was up eight-tenths of a percent, and it closed at 4,586 up 36 points. The NASDAQ Composite had a great day. The techs were up 193 points, 1.4%, and they closed at 14,339. The XRT, the Standard & Poor's retailers, also had a pretty good day. They gained 1.1% on the day and closed at 67.07, up 0.72%. The bond market traded in a tight range and finished mixed. The yield on the two-year treasury was down about two basis points and closed at 4.588%. The 20-year closed with a yield of 4.428%, which was off three ticks. Now might be a good time to remind our listeners that the yield curve remains inverted and is becoming increasingly so. Typically, long-term rates paid by the government are higher than short-term rates. The same is true with your mortgage. You'll pay a higher rate on a 30-year loan than you will if you plan to pay off your house in 15 years. However, now that's not the case with U.S. government debt. The rate on the one-month treasury bill, you're going to get your money back in 30 days. The rate on the one-month treasury bill is 5.375%. Let me repeat that, 5.375%. On the 30-year, it's just 4.25%. An inverted yield curve is one of the predictors of an impending recession, We will be discussing why that might be the case on our premium episode of the Buzz on Business podcast that will be published on Sunday. Oil, which with yesterday's loss fell into strong support around $70 a barrel, bounced a little bit today. It was up 42 cents and closed at $69.60. Gold was off $2.10 and had an ounce of the shiny yellow stuff will set you back $2,045.80. We get more labor market data later this morning. Average hourly earnings. Economists expect wages to have grown at a 3.6 annual rate month over month. We also get the non-farm payroll report from the Commerce Department 
today. Expectations are for 180,000 new jobs in November. We will be interested to see how these data contrast and compare with the ADP report we got yesterday. We will do what we do and report it all to you here tomorrow on The Buzz. And that is your Buzz on Business for Friday, December 8th. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes where each week we cover a story or a topic that has been in the news and might affect you, your finances, and your investments. But we do not cover it over the last six hours or six days or whatever they do on the six o'clock news. No, no. We covered over the last 50 or 100 years. So you can put the news in context, be better informed, and make better decisions. This week, we're asking, will the U.S. economy slip into a recession next year? You won't want to miss it. It's just for our premium subscribers. However, a premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99 a month for these four extra episodes. And don't you owe yourself a nice little Christmas present. I think you do. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and sign up. We hope you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, have a great weekend, everybody. My name is William Walsh. (laughs) 